0: Welcome to That Happens, the number one podcast for gaslighters, abusers, philanderers, and just plain uh, pyramid schemers, baby. I'm Spencer Crittenden, and I'm here with Jeff Davis.
1: Hello, Spencer, my true love. How oh, are you
0: doing? no. His audio's off. Is this a good bit he's doing? Oh, oh no. I- okay. I-, I-,
1: I had myself on mute. Hello, Spencer. Can you hear me now? <laughs>
0: Yeah, bitch. What's okay. up, man?
1: I, 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 look, I, I'm not, I'm not a dazzling young millennial like you are. Sometimes I push the wrong button, and not everything sure. goes, uh, goes pear shaped.
0: I would rather I you know I, okay so it's not great for you to be muted necessarily but I would much rather you be muted than you not able to hear us because at this point like that's just a very panic inducing thing like tech problem to go wrong for us behind the scenes here when it's muted it's like okay that seems like it might be solvable somehow but it's like we don't we're at the mercy of god when you can't hear us you know
1: we, 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 we. Maybe just for one episode, we should be live during our sound check, where people can see how much panic goes into just getting uh, my headphones to, to to want to talk to people. Uh, it, it's it's just I, yeah. it's, it's bad, and, and and at the level of if... hangover that I'm cur, I am working on a <laughs> oh, no. a hangover that is um, Elizabethan, in uh, it's and it's, oh, no. and, it's it, and it's just. Uh, Delore, it is bad news. I, I, I hung out I got I got Dan Harmon out of the house yesterday and we went and played a little golf together, Oh, wow. which involved 8 a.m drinking, golfing during or drinking during the golf game, then drinks at a pub, which we're allowed to be at now. And then I visit a friend uh, who is in the hospital our, my good friend Mo. Who got absolutely annihilated on his motorcycle, and he just got—he just shattered like a piece of porcelain. Uh, and he's a tough, tough military veteran, tough dude. So I went to Cedar mm-hmm. Sinai, and uh, because I'm a good friend and a terrible doctor, I brought him um, a, a secret flask of Frenette Branca. So we had a lot of that, and then uh, then the drinking just kind of uh, resumed. And I <laughs> think I passed out at 5 p.m. And slept till ten a.m. today, and uh, I am just rough as a badger's ass. This is not not a, not ugh. So,
0: and badgers when, when I, famously great warriors.
1: Badgers are great warriors, especially honey badger, because honey badger don't give a <laughs> fuck.
0: Oh man! Remember the old internet? That was back before any social <laughs> media sites when people actually just like made something good. You know.
1: Remember, remember i mean you and i have talked about this before getting up monday morning and just knowing that there was going to be homestar runner strong bad emails would be up on a a monday and it was the greatest
0: oh yeah speaking of which we got a special guest today strong bad (laughs) no that already happened um jeff did you know that Callie's show had a strong bad on the show yeah the the land, man, the myth, the legend.
1: That's fantastic! Like, like an animated, actual brothers, chaps, strong bad on on the program.
0: Uh, in the th- in the flesh. Uh, well, you, you know, know what? his look.
1: I skin. think that's fine. I'm glad that Callie's show is so successful that she's pulling you know a plus celebrities uh, like that. But uh, mm-hmm. you know you know what I'm more happy about Spencer that we have actual flesh. We have our producer and good friend Kevin Day who's still with us. Uh, he's got a shorter haircut. Uh, how, how are you doing, Kevin? Doing great. I'm doing great. I I scheduled for my first vaccine shot this week. So excited about that. So everyone go out and get vaccinated. Yeah. Mine got canceled. I was supposed to get uh, on Tuesday. I was supposed to get... Was it Tuesday? Wednesday. I, I had my appointment for my Johnson & Johnson one-timer. And then... That was the day that that, uh, six uh, women from ages 18 to 48 or whatever, uh, or 16 to 48, uh, got blood clots on their faces and their heads. And uh, so now I have to wait. Did they
0: die or did they just get bad consequences?
1: I I don't know. I I think somebody said maybe one of them died. I I, I don't know, to to be quite honest. And I'm not trying to diminish the uh, the awfulness that that must be involved with getting a blood clot in your head. Uh, Your brain that sounds awful and uh, and and Johnson Johnson is being uh, Either awesomely safe or terrified of being sued, which I think is the same thing when you're a major medical corporation Uh, but There was a very funny bit on Stephen Colbert uh, the late show about how women can just their, Their chances of dying from their own tampon or their birth control are so much higher than getting an injection and uh so here we are
0: yeah i mean two people died in a self-driving tesla accident you're not going to see that taken off the you know the world anytime soon that's just you know the the consequences of living in society (laughs) or you know you you know how many people have cops have killed in the past like couple months like we're Uh, not going to stop police we should maybe maybe we should (laughs) yeah maybe this this should be our standard of safety
1: i mean for real like Elon Musk, the, the people that have died in the in the self driving failures, and he also just keeps blowing up his spaceships. Those, those he he lo- not not so reliable.
0: <laughs> he loves blowing up spaceships. This guy, you know, it's like uh, if 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 someone was like, "Oh, have you heard of that company Space SpaceX?" and I was like, I would be like, "Oh, the one that tries to create exploding spaceships. <laughs> yeah. Like they're really good at it."
1: also, why isn't that bigger news at all times Why isn't a, a giant rocket exploding not co- like constantly running on my television because it is it's good television uh, oh yeah my favorite my favorite television and I'm sure that Elon Musk could probably help this even be better uh, through his own uh, malfeasance and negligence so now I'm gonna get sued and uh, and get cancelled but uh, uh when, when bars used to be open and I would go to the drawing room in the daytime or in the evening, whenever, and local uh, Channel 5 News or Channel 13 or Channel 11, our, our local uh, LA news stations, uh, low-speed car chase, just fascinating. I can't get enough of, of a Prius uh, being uh, followed by a hundred police cars and five helicopters, <laughs> and nothing ever really happens. They, they they end up just running out of gas, and it's the end. But yeah, I, again, I could watch it. I could watch it for just hours and hours, and I do.
0: Gentle tension. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, like a, in a Prius, <laughs> wow. you know that's going to be like an eight-hour car chase because they oh, got yeah. gas mileage for days.
1: Yeah, like o, 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 OJ at least had a Bronco, which, you know, what, what does that get, like 12 miles to the gallon? yeah <laughs> eventually eventually he was gonna have to pull over yeah the pre- <laughs> could just but, oh yeah uh when's our first has has there been one let's do some research uh, uh and let's, let's also say hello to our happuccinos out there um we love you and i've I've, we've, I've been a i've been fascinated by your um look i'll admit my mistake on requesting that you guys made slash fan arts and fan fiction at me <laughs> and spencer that was my bad, <laughs> because you motherfuckers have followed through, in uh, in a good way, certainly a disturbing way. It's it's haunted my night thoughts. Uh, I, I don't know, Kevin. Can you put up the most recent art and uh, and fiction in the chat? So if we need, if we want to uh, dive into that,
0: um, is there new art? Have. I don't, I don't know if I've seen anything new.
1: I don't know. It was like some, maybe some just kind of some clip art it wasn't necessarily you and me but it was it was two men uh, disrobed and embracing I believe mm.
0: oh that uh, sounds great right. yeah
1: I also have the feeling just and just I'm, I'm like a mentalist I'm looking at Kevin Day's face here on the Zoom I think he writes it all I think oh, yeah. just the, the, the look of pleasure on his face right now is like finally they're, they're gonna read my shit and I think this is what gets Kevin Day through the night N- Someone. Now, now that, okay, what is happening here? Is <laughs> that's that
0: some art.
1: Is that man and man or man and woman?
0: Uh, It's cropped S- tastefully to avoid being able to tell. It might even be a baby. That might be a, oh. a rotund baby.
1: And it's reasonably reasonably priced at $1.25 U.S. dollars from Monsanto <laughs> Publishing. <laughs> finally. The We're sponsorships a are title. coming through. We finally got... Oh, speaking of sponsorship, I'm going to keep the, uh, the hangover uh, at full speed and have another little front bronca here.
0: Keeping That's the such hangover great what that at Bangover. says to the people who are just listening to us. Yeah, yes, so we're looking is. at a book cover. Um, it's uh, it's it's got like two kind of Rubenesque figures that are cropped by uh, mine and Jeff zoom windows in kind of like almost in a sensor bar fashion. And then uh, it says social distancing can't keep their throbbing um hearts apart. And the title is Lust Between the Headphones, a late night novel by Kevin Day. Uh, so, so it it's is by kinda, Kevin Day. Yeah, exactly. Kind of giving the I game away. I didn't, I didn't even see that yeah um i know that someone dm'd me um saying oh i sent i sent some fan fiction to the uh the email address and then he later dm'd me like sending what appeared to be a table of contents (laughs) that just like had chapter headings um titles i'm pretty sure there was an appendix in there (laughs) like it was an appendix it was in depth yeah, um, which you know, I, I don't, I don't want to shit on people too hard, but my understanding is a lot of people when they do fan art or something, they just kind of post it and they don't like DM us saying like, oh, can you do something about this? Can you help me out? Like, can you can you validate me, please? Like, can you can you say that I'm really good? Like, they just kind of make it for the fun of it, you know. So like, <laughs> I, you know, I'm I'm told is that's it, even more fun, and when you're just doing is it this for the on
1: our, on our Discord channel or what what, what is what where, where are you seeing? all of this
0: this is in the that happens dms this is in my personal dms i think they probably know you know they're not going to get a lot of traction in your dms but they might be in your dms too i don't know if my they're D- in kevin D- D- D-
1: when you say my dms you mean like instagram or what are you talking about
0: yeah instagram or twitter yeah, or whatever yeah. I, haven't,
1: yeah. I haven't looked at instagram in a long time i've just been drinking and and uh, yeah I, I i went to to the soho house yesterday i don't know if oh, you're damn. familiar with that vaguely yeah and uh I don't remember leaving the Soho House. That's that's where I was at, and I was uh, I had to be escorted, and like carefully, like carried not carried <laughs> like on a like on a catafalque or a litter. But like, I, I was, <laughs> I think I had uh, at least one attendant carrying me by like holding my elbow and getting me down the stairs, and that's <laughs> the last I remember from yesterday. And this morning I woke up and did you ever? No, you're not a drinker. Do you ever get so hungover? Kevin, you don't really drink do, either, do you? No, you I just pretend we drink. Though. Yeah, you, yeah, you little teetotalers. Um, <laughs> you can be so hungover that nothing sounds good, including water, which is the one thing that you definitely need. And the idea right. of just opening your mouth and putting anything back in your system because your body is—I think your brain has told your body you're bad at that. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, stop, stop making decisions about what goes <laughs> in the mouth.
0: And yeah, uh, I, uh, I, 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 I have definitely felt like that after a particularly terrible nap. Like naps are awful. Like you take a nap and you wake up and it feels like the world has ended. Like you just have a searing headache. Like that's the closest to a, a hangover I get. Um, but oh, like a nap for me, you,
1: a nap for me is paradise. I'll, I'll take a nap and I wake up feeling like a million bucks.
0: I've never felt like a million bucks after a nap. I've only felt utter regret and How ill long- health.
1: How long are your naps? Like, well, do do you have it? Do you set an alarm, or you just you just like let your body do the uh, do the alarming?
0: I try to set an alarm, but it doesn't usually take. I usually sleep between one and four hours, usually two, like I'd say. But on like, I always wake up with a headache that never goes away until I go to bed for the night. It's it's awful. I don't know. I must be doing it wrong.
1: Yeah. Well, have you tried uh, drinking too much?
0: Uh yeah, a couple times.
1: Yeah, it, it makes it makes napping easier. I remember the first time you and I went to a bar together. You got a little drunk and you were hilarious. You were doing the the trick where you tuck the beard up into your glasses.
0: Oh yeah, the beard. I call it beard bane. And then I <laughs> you talk with the bane voice. I was so, born in the beard.
1: All, all of us are wearing these uh, these iPad earbuds. Max is that what they're called?
0: Oh yeah, Maxed. I think they're called iPads maxed out.
1: I, and we all look like there's a Zoom um, audition for uh, for Princess Leia like 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 male male Leia's.
0: I was gonna say Lobot, Lobot, uh, a weird background oh, okay. character from Star Wars. Yeah,
1: yeah, Lob- Yeah, it, there is there is a Lobot kind of thing going on. There. That he, that was from Empire Strikes Back. Right, he was a he was. A, I almost said Arsenio. I, I meant Lando Calrissian. <laughs> that, that's a better... Look, I'm, I'm not, I, I love uh, Billy D. but if Arsenio... If, it, if, if we could make a shot-for-shot remake and just insert Arsenio Hall as Lando Calrissian, I think that would be good fun.
0: Oh, yeah. When uh, Vader alters the deal, he would just alter it right back, you know?
1: I was at an audition once at... Uh, <clears throat> is it Fox? I think it was at Fox Studio for some uh job I didn't get. And uh I look at the sign-in sheet, because often you'll see somebody that you know that, that's you know either in the room or has been there before you that day. And uh above me on the call sheet was Billy D. Williams. And I oh. <laughs> like but he, he but he was like there were five people in the waiting room, and he was the sixth up on the list. And I was like, oh god damn it, Billy D's in the fucking room right now. And I look around like Did you guys see Billy D. Williams? And they're like, "Who's that?" I'm like, "He's fucking Lando Calrissian," (laughs) and he came out of of the uh, of the audition, you know, casting office room. And he, I made sure that he had to pass by me, like I was near the doorway, so that I would get to say hi to him. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: uh, he looked great, of course, because he's fucking Billy D. Williams. And when he's not selling you malt liquor, he's he's fucking. He's kind of making mistakes and, you know, with, with, you know, teaming up with Darth Vader when it suits him. But uh, but then he makes up for it uh, by, uh,
0: selling by, fucking,
1: right, yeah, by selling you malt liquor. Oh, boy. Colt 45. Have you ever tried that?
0: I don't think here's, so. some, here, here, here's nice.
1: something. Here's something that you, uh, one mustn't ever do. Don't when you're a junior in high school, leave a 40 of Colt 45 malt liquor in the trunk mm-hmm. of your Volkswagen Scirocco on a hot California summer day and then go out at lunchtime and pound it. That's something that you do Ugh. not do. I yeah. I know this from experience. So Billy Dee comes out of the room and he walks by me and I go, how'd it go in there? And he goes, I killed it, baby. <laughs> like, I looked around like, nobody knows who this guy is. I was so mad at the people. They weren't that much younger than me. I'm not so right. old that i like, yeah. Everybody no, it Billy I,
0: I feel like Billy D Williams just the name alone is the kind of name that if someone says it as if that's a person like it's like oh I'm sure that's a guy like I don't it's not <laughs> like what do you mean John like Flecking like there's I don't know I'm not supposed to know anyone named John Flecking but like Billy D Williams you know
1: Yeah yeah it just sounds like somebody that you ought to know Yes Uh also every line I love him in Empire Strikes Back because everything he says, no, no matter how innocuous, no, if it's just conversational, everything he says, he says with the delivery of a man who's trying to get laid. Like, like, he's, like mm-hmm. he's going, he's, like, like you're going to give him a blowjob in the parking lot because he says it's so sexy. He's like, they must have heard about my little maneuver back at the Battle of Tanab. Like like that that's a great delivery because I like I, like everyone like an Ugnot is just gonna start fucking him right there or, or get fucked. That's right. Ugnot. Look it up.
0: Today's show is sponsored by Ugnaut. Ugnot. <laughs> Try one today. I don't know what it is.
1: And what 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 was an Ugnot? I think they were kind weren't they just kind of the workers in Cloud City? Weren't they just kinda of uh, like mining the the uh what they? what were they, what do they mine up there? Not clouds. They they mine some sort of I don't know. Gas.
0: They love gas. It's, I don't know. I'm actually not a big Star Wars guy. It sounds Kevin, like you might know Kevin, more. Kevin will about you Star will Wars you look up
1: what, what 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 the main uh commodity and or product was in Cloud City? I think they mined, fuck. I don't know. I I used to be the number one not number one. I I was I was really into the early Star Wars trivia. Or Tibanna Gas mining, Tabanna gas mining. Yes, thank you very much for that. Uh, and he wore like a periwinkle, like or kind of a lavender robe, Billy D. It, it was good. It's good stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: And there was a, my my friends, uh, my friends uh, from high school, some Latino friends of mine who were in an awesome band. They're not all Latino in this band, but a couple of them are in a, in a, a really bizarre high concept or very low concept death metal band a like grindcore band called crom which is the name of conan's god crom with an umlaut not an ügnat, but an umlaut <laughs> and they uh they <laughs> one of them wrote an article in a magazine and i want to say the article and the magazine was called race trader am i making this up it sounds like it sounds, like, I, I, it sounds like i'm making this up but they they were trying they said that there's only two latinos in the in the first trilogy of star wars mm. in empire strikes back there's a scene where i don't know if it's a bipod or the x-wing if it's luke going off an x-wing or if it's a million falcon something takes off and uh there's a dude that has a mustache and he's you know, standing in a tower and he just watches Watch. him. because he's way in the distance but he has a nice like latino like zapata kind of mustache so he's he's the only mexican in the movie except for chewbacca and the, the whole article uh delineated the reasons why chewbacca is mexican and uh this is not my guy uh, because if you look at him, Chewbacca does have kind of a like a like a full-on mustache, even though he's covered in hair. He has a pronounced, very like fucking
0: Latino, like fucking Cholo, like mustache. Chewy, yeah, there's those background. There's the right Chewie's like that's a restaurant, Chewie's. But there's well, a well, background I mean, shot where he has a big sombrero.
1: What?
0: In his that. quarters in the Millennium Falcon. No, everything I say sombrero? is true. No. <laughs> Uh, what else for makes a him a Mexican or Latino? You know, che- Chewy
1: is a nickname for Jesus. Yeah. Um he's brown, and as my friend Andre points out, again, this is not me writing this. Season, uh, he's a mechanic, and he never fights alone. <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> if, you grow, if you grow up in East LA, uh, and you get jumped by a Latino gang. Uh, it's never just one on one; it's against seven of the Cactus Bunch, in my experience. So,
0: uh, yeah, well, they probably want to win a jump.
1: Yes, you don't want to lose it jumping a skinny white boy that doesn't that didn't do anything wrong. Um, I mean, I've I've made my transgressions, but holy shit! And I think the first time you see the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon in the first one or episode four, New Hope, whatever, um, 1977, uh, when he get when Chewie sits down in the cockpit, he hits his head on glitter dice that are hanging from the dashboard, like, Mm. you know, from the top of the cockpit for real. Then you never see them again, but there are hanging dice. Like he's in a low rider from Whittier Boulevard. So,
0: (laughs) right. I think those get like referenced or something in the solo prequel movie. I believe I never watched it, but I I think someone mentioned that I
1: I gave up on Phantom Menace. That, that, That was, that was my last fucking, I cared about star Wars so much. And then I saw that movie. I'm like, fuck you. Like, how do what you... didn't
0: you like about it? Because um, I didn't like it either. I'm just curious.
1: I think I've talked about this before, and that should be the name of this podcast. I think I've told I think I've told the story before. <laughs> uh, I went and saw it by myself. I was very excited about it, and I went to Universal City Walk and uh, to the Universal Theaters up there. And I was by myself which I, on a matinee, which I like to do. And there was a I, I would say eight or nine year old child a boy sitting with his mother or i'm assuming his mother could have been just some sort of awful you know december may romance (laughs) um and the kid was instantly on his game boy like it it couldn't keep his attention for five minutes because they go into a chamber and talk about financial sanctions on (laughs) embargoes (laughs)
0: <laughs> like that, oh, like oh, yeah.
1: really? And it's like I, I was watching it through an eight-year-old kid's eyes. Like if you can't fucking entertain him with a Star Wars movie, you've got it all wrong. It was just bullshit.
0: I mean, and Game no, Boys it, back then didn't have backlights. You had to, like that was just like you were just like this dark LCD screen, like looking at a regular ass calculator. Like you yeah, really exactly. can't, you can't even see what's going on there. When so I for was that a kid, to be capturing I, his attention.
1: When Go I was ahead. a kid in the seventies, if you bored me in a the theater, I had, I just had to turn the calculator upside down and write boobs.
0: <laughs> that was sexting. You know, that's what we did for sexting. You <laughs> that know, was that was back in our proto
1: <laughs> proto sexting. That was very funny. <laughs> it's never not funny when you write boob, because you. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: We would write boobless. Boobless. Which you, you could I don't boobless. really know what that means. I mean, I I know what it means, but it's like, why is that? When does that ever come into play? When do you ever have to label something as being boobless? You know. I don't
1: know. You're, you're probably bullying some, you know, some girl in the class. Something
0: I mean, bad. yeah, we never did that. We would never bully anyone.
1: <laughs> I, was, I was talking, speaking of Bublos, I was talking to Dan Harmon yesterday uh, over, I would say, 50 drinks. And uh, I don't know if anyone's, I mean, you, a lot of people, uh, people may be following him, uh, uh, the hapuccinos may follow him on Instagram, so they, they do know what he looks like now. Um, mm-hmm. He looks like Rick Rubin, um, <laughs> but without the upkeep. It's, uh, his beard is great. If you see it in person, you 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 really want to just get in there, um, but I'm afraid. And we were talking about—I was explaining to another friend of ours the names of Dan's friends from uh, Milwaukee, and one of his friend's names was—I don't know if it's Dan or dave Booblets. Booblets. Oh no. That's like—I—I don't—I don't think. The, also another friend of his name Mooshitz Tom Mooshitz and mm-hmm. then Rob pardon me Bert, Rob Schraub had a adolescent crush on the first girl in his school In where is he from like Red Deer, Wisconsin like some some two horse town um, at least one deer uh, her name was Missy and Poppenfuss, <laughs> it's like,
0: Poppenfuss.
1: I, I like. I I think it's it was, it was not cool of the immigration services at Ellis Island to rename everybody that came from a foreign land and we couldn't pronounce their names. So, the, but I think, like, uh, if if you if you let your kid go to school and the last name is Mushits, you're basically saying you're going to get your ass kicked all the time. But then again, maybe not in Milwaukee, where everybody's name is nuts. Dan Hartman is the only person I know from Milwaukee that doesn't have a crazy name.
0: <laughs> there was a... Uh, no.
1: Who's the other one? Ramstack. Dan Ramstack. Mm. <laughs> that, that's a good name. That sounds like a fucking supervillain. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's a football player or like a... Uh, Ramstack. The name of just a train. You could name yeah. a train Dan Ramstack.
1: I, I you know, From Orange County, California, everybody I knew was named Craig Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was as exotic as a name could be. Like Jeff Davis was was almost like a like an exciting exotic name comparatively.
0: Yeah. It was the name of you know, it was a southern name for them. True.
1: Yeah. And awesomely they're tearing know. down all my statues uh that had stood for two hundred and fifty years or however long.
0: I saw they just put a toilet like there's a place where they ripped down the statue and they put just a toilet there on the yeah. little pe- pedestal. I,
1: I think that was Jeff Davis. I think it was a <laughs> Jefferson Davis statue, and they made they, they turned it yeah. into a, into a to a to a, to a potty.
0: <laughs> the really Confederate
1: funny. potty. I think it, I think it was the, the part of the Confederate potty.
0: <laughs> that took me a little bit. Um, but speaking of which we should we should get into some news, Jeff. Oh,
1: what's Kevin? Do you have our news theme song, or, or how do we do this now?
0: I would be surprised if he did, but he's doing something. Oh shit! Listen to that. And oh, now it's the news. <sighs> oh, that's right, Jeff. It's the news. It's Spencer's news corner, and in today's news, the Nazis are at it again.
1: Oh God damn it! It's like history re- repeating itself all over again.
0: <laughs> Every week, Jeff. No, but recently there was a, a series of like white, white pride rallies or something that just all bombed. So they, uh, they. I wish they were bombed. You know what I'm talking about? Talking about terrorism <laughs> against Nazis. Right. But um, I, uh, no, like just no one showed up.
1: Are you saying that they screwed the pooch?
0: <laughs> I'm saying that they screwed the pooch. <laughs> I don't know exactly the joke, but you know, I'll just uh, go a, a, with p- it.
1: A, a, like the the beer hall putsch that that, that young oh. youngish uh, Hitler was involved. A, a, a putsch means something like you know, like a like a like a brawl or a kind of a coup kind of mm-hmm. situation, uh, an armed Ooh. insurrection or whatever. And uh, I just wanted to say, screw the putsch.
0: It's a good um, joke. I didn't know that was pronounced that way, so that's what threw me off there. Pitch. Uh, <laughs>
1: I was sitting in a in a German tavern, I, which I'm not going to tell you what it's called because I don't want you there. I, I like to sit there alone. And now I get to sit there in a booth all by myself, and uh, have uh, some pretty slamming potato pancakes. And uh, the the women that work there, they're mostly women, are largely um, large and German. And there's a little plaque mm. on the wall, and I asked I asked them like it's a little bronze plaque, and I asked sylvia one of the, one of the uh, workers there i said what does that mean and she goes and she's like i've i've no idea what that means i've no it, it, it has to be in some northern dialect. like it's not it's not german it, it it's maybe it's like up hamburg or you know like it's northern like whatever the gaelic of northern germany is mm. um i talked to my friend german elvis uh <laughs> in las vegas and
0: what?
1: uh you don't did, did, did that's
0: too many Europe? things that's too many <laughs> things. you can't be german elvis in vegas
1: elvis lederer uh, we, was he never on harmontown
0: i don't think so he, but he, he's I don't know.
1: an extraordinarily talented guitar player and musical director and also really funny and he's lived in america for a very long time but still has just a delicious uh where is he from i forget what part of germany he's from but uh He goes, uh, it sounds very northern. I'll have to look that up and see what it is. And he calls me back, and it rhymes in German. It does not rhyme in the English, but the little very well-engraved bronze plaque that has been on the wall for longer than the owner has owned the restaurant. He's like, that was here before I got here. I have no idea what it means. And he's German. Mm -hmm. And it it, it literally translates to, cold feet and a northern wind give you a wrinkly ball sack and a tiny penis. (laughs)
0: <laughs> wow, that's Why great! I I, I I I really was hoping that was or not hoping, but I was really expecting something much much darker, like like just like like something horrible. Right. So I'm yeah, glad be, it was just lovely. But, uh,
1: but I think I, you know, I've spoken uh, again. The name of our podcast uh, is I think i told you straight before, but I, I told you about going there on Hitler's birthday by accident, and they were Nazis celebrating the birthday. <laughs>
0: Oh no, that's in two days, Jeff. We we go back and see what's what's going on.
1: Wait, is it is we'll it see- is it four eighteen today?
0: It's four eighteen, Jeff.
1: Yeah, okay. Because on, so at- one one lovely spring day, I go into the uh, to this, this tavern. It's one of the oldest German establishments in Los Angeles, and there's a bunch of old people. Not a bunch. There were like two sitting them in on the one corner, two or three sitting in another corner, and two old men at the bar, and they were all quite old. They kept sharing these very somber shots together, like schnapps, and they would all make eye contact, and they'd all look around, and it happened three times. Like one table would buy for everyone else, and the other table would buy for everyone else. And I'm like, "Where's my shot?" I, I was just the only non-old person uh, sitting in there, and I asked the the uh, waitress. She, she came by, and she's in a dirndl. and I, I ordered another beer. I'm like, "Like, what's the occasion?" I, I I assumed it was you know like someone they knew had died, you know, because they sure, were of a certain yeah. age. And I uh, yeah, guess what I was right. Uh, she goes she looks around and, <laughs> and quietly quietly says uh, it's it's Hitler's birthday. I'm like no and she's like every fucking year, every year. And she's like we had to tell them a couple of years ago to cool it because it was a it was a fucking Hitler hoedown. Like like everybody was singing songs and oompahing and it was like rocking. So I was there today and there's only about two or three of them left, I'm told. Of the old guard, who were old enough to be, I, I'm going to say in the Hitler Youth. Sure. Because Hitler's birthday was the number one holiday. It was Christmas and Mardi Gras and uh, and you know New Year's Eve all rolled into one. Um, they still celebrate it, but they do it in quiet fashion now, and uh, they're they're all they're all dying off. But there's still there's still a few old fucking Nazis. <laughs> they're at it again. Mm they're at it again they really
0: they really are and that's you know why we gotta why we have this ceaseless coverage of their their movings and shakings
1: I'm gonna say what is it now 80 years ago that's 80 years of really bad press really bad press (laughs) if you're still celebrating that dude's birthday you're a bad person
0: that's the, he was Hitler was the original um, cancel yeah. culture victim. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they came I'm, for Hitler.
1: I'm, they, yes, I, I'm going to go on a limb and say um, uh, Hitler uh, wasn't wasn't a person that you should still be celebrating. Um, unless, unless, wow,
0: those are just the the limbs we'll go out on on this podcast using our platform to really you know. Yes.
1: I don't think these people would be old enough to have been in the military, or to mm. have been, you know, a guard at a camp or something like that. I think they they're, they're old enough to have been early teens. Sure. You know, but then, they, then again, were, by the by the end of World War the, II, there were thirteen year olds holding weapons and fighting and stuff. So
0: right, they were probably old. they they might have been old enough to sneak into the you know into the the into enlistment or something. We should go beat up beat their asses. That could be cool. <laughs> uh, that Thing happens a very special th- th- event.
1: I, I'm not. I I've seen your coyote attack skills, Spencer. I'm, I'm I, I. I won't lump you into this. Uh, I think this guy could kill both of us,
0: <laughs> and would. I'll let him. That 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 would be it, that'd, even better for our our viewers. You know.
1: Oh, our, our think of our ratings on our next next podcast if we were both killed <laughs> oh. by a Nazi.
0: That would be so good. That happens with Kevin Day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And in the news, the Nazis are at it again.
0: (laughs) And, you know, we joke, of course, but my coyote technique is very effective and uh, it's meant for quadrupedal creatures. I definitely have, you know, Nazi repelling tactics that are much, much different. Um, but you know, it's all, it's all like good fun. We're having fun.
1: The thing is like, I love telling bad jokes and I don't, I don't think you should tell racist jokes or Nazi jokes because they're insensitive. Um, I, so I'm not going to, but I have about five Hitler jokes. I'm not going to share with you as the public. Mm-hmm. What's the first that, one you're not going to share? I'm not going to, okay, here's one. <laughs> they're they're only funny if you tell them to other comedians at the end of the night you don't tell them on a show that (laughs) where people uh will Mm. say in 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 podcast news jeff davis nazis jokes are at at it again (laughs) i mean you know you know how hitler tied his shoes in in little nazis that's the only one i'm going to tell you the other ones are a little a little insensitive
0: i was thinking it was like streusel related i don't know why i went there (laughs) Well, I'm we love with... Streusel, don't, don't we, folks? But you know what we love more than Streusel is the ads that support our podcast, Jeff. Let's let's take a listen to a couple of those, huh?
1: Let's take a little ad break where Spencer and I can kick off our, our podcast equivalent of shoes and, uh, and delight you with whatever company that we are endorsing currently.
0: Are you carrying a credit card balance month after month? You're not the only one. High interest rates make it hard to pay off your debt, but Upstart can help. Join the thousands of happy borrowers who made that final payment.
1: I uh like many people dread looking at my credit card statement every month. And uh I don't think uh, I should be blamed for that. I shit. I've just everything just crashed. Hold up. <laughs> All right, let's try that
0: again. Are, are you still are you still recording?
1: I Yes, I've I looked at my credit card statement and my computer just said, go suck it. Um, (laughs) Upstart can lift the weight of looking at your credit card statement, that fear that goes along with that right off your shoulders so that you can finally feel the relief of being free Of credit card debt which is just a bummer like all all the other stuff that's going on in the world being in debt to anybody what's worse that's just
0: these days it feels like everyone is just trying to mess you up and and profit and rip you off you know it's like there's there's no way to turn until upstart baby upstart's the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online
1: Whether it's paying off your credit cards, consolidating high-interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get a simple, fixed monthly payment.
0: Unlike other lenders, Upstart looks at more than just your credit score, like your income and employment history. This means they can offer smarter rates with trusted partners.
1: See, I've made a financial blunder in my own personal life. I've been using Upskirt. And that's a whole different thing. And they're not handling my money as well as I, I, I would prefer. So I would say
0: the fringe benefits, though, incredible.
1: Especially if, yeah, if they're fringy skirts. <laughs> With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate up front for loans between 1,000 to 50,000 clams. You can receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. And that's upstart, not the other one that I mentioned.
0: Right, right. We're, we're plugging to Upstart. Don't don't ever go to Upstart. They screwed Jeff over. They're the reason he has credit card debt. Mm-hmm. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash that happens. That's upstart.com slash that happens. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you.
1: Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash that happens.
0: Paying off your debt? That happens with Upstart. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? I know I have had to get some therapy, and I didn't have the best, you know, experience. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Maybe I should have tried them. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas.
1: And the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and you can send a message to your own counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in the freaky, uncomfortable waiting room with some bad art of like maybe like a whale or a dolphin doing something. Uh, It's not traditional therapy waiting room stuff. It's your own personal session. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed.
0: It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily.
1: Spencer, like, so you're saying you've been to a therapist. I've never been to a therapist before. Should I, should I try this out? And, and I'm not joking, just because we're doing a commercial for these people. Should I? Do you, do you think I should give this a spin and make my make my life a better life?
0: If you think you have some, you know, some sort of blockages to getting your life on track or to getting to be where you want mentally, I think it's definitely a uh, a good solution. Like I said, I had a I had a bad therapist, and um, I didn't like what he was saying, and I wish I could have just flushed him. And you know, try a different therapist, which is one of the cool things about BetterHelp. You know, um, so if you're not clicking, you can you can try you can try again, and you don't have to like, you know, go to reviews and see like, oh, I got to go to this guy's office now. It's great.
1: My only problem that I think uh, I really need some help with is that I love too much.
0: Yeah, I, I think they can help with that.
1: So visit BetterHelp.com/slash that happens. That's better. H E L P and join over the one million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional.
0: Here's a special offer for That Happens listeners: get ten percent off your first month at BetterHelp.com. That happens. So check that out if you if you want to give it a try.
1: And if you want a special, if you don't want a special offer, but you want a special otter, go to. I'm making that up. I mean, again, maybe I do need some mental health. Uh, Uh, services because uh maybe i just need a special otter
0: we all need help and we all deserve better help
1: i just want to lay on my back floating in a kelp lagoon and crack various mollusks on my chest and eat them in cute fashion um where's my special otter hashtag (laughs) where's jeff's special otter
0: I love wearing gym socks, but they really chaps my bunions.
1: Hello, I'm Adolf Hitler for Monsanto.
0: Monsanto, we'll see you in the gulags. Did Nazis (laughs) have gulags? (laughs) Do you think
1: Hitler had the jurisdiction to actually send German (laughs) citizens to a Russian gulag?
0: I don't think he had the jurisdiction, but I think if he tried it, they would be like, these guys are going to the gulags. I mean, okay, we love putting people there.
1: Yeah. If I'm a Russian czar or premier or whatever, and Adolf Hitler says, "Hey, um, these are people so bad that I don't even want them in my concentration camps. Send them to a Siberian gulag." I think as a as a as a as a real Ivan the Terrible, I'm going to go hand them over. Like 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 we'll. We'll, we'll we'll sort that out
0: yeah or like give them a present depending on what they got a present for you know it might be like oh this guy they must have hated him we could use this or something oh I mean,
1: yeah you know, oh yeah because yeah yeah that's if you're a smart uh ivan the terrible or you know whatever stalin and mm-hmm. uh hitler says as an as as uh an enemy not, not he's not even an ally it's like hey take these guys and he's like okay yeah is, is he a really dangerous homicidal crazy individual yeah like, you flip him and you send him right you teach him russian or i don't know what, I, don't, I don't know what you do but you send him back in there and you use them you flip him. you flip yeah. him, and you you're send them de- back in and then yeah
0: you're definitely doing something i'll tell you that much right now are you
1: telling me nobody could kill hitler <laughs> i know i know a few people tried I know a few close allies. I mean, you know, like p- part of his entourage and some officers did actually risk their life and got shot and hung for it, for trying mm. to do it. And, and, and hooray for them. But really, I, I don't think, I, I don't think most of Europe was really trying that hard. I don't think it was a real uh, priority.
0: Yeah, and, and I was, mean, I think it was. It was like there was a bunch of people that probably were like, "Ah, oh, this is so risky. I don't want to go full bore at this." You know, I think a lot of people could be assassinated, but you have to get someone who's like, "Yeah, I'll go to prison for life for this. That's fine." You know, oh, and no, that's tra- kind of yeah, that's a hard no, no, guy no, to find.
1: Nobody wants to spend three days uh, tied to a chair uh, at a Gestapo uh, prison. That, that, that's that's no, that's nobody's idea of a good time. But some people did, like uh, when I when I did some USO uh, shows. Uh, with Drew Carey and the gang, we went out and performed for troops in the desert after 9 uh, after 11. And they would show us the incredible spying capacity they had. They didn't show us everything, there's, there's things they couldn't show us. They would turn off mm-hmm. some computer screens because that was too sensitive or whatever. And they just kept showing stuff. I'm like, and you can't find Osama bin Laden. And they all will kind of smirk and go, not my department. And everybody would say that, like, 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 they, like we can listen to you through your phone that is hung up, your phone that is mm-hmm. not on. We can hear you. And it's like, and you cannot find Osama bin Laden, not my department. Um, I think if we wanted Osama bin Laden, you know, four or five years before he actually got it, we, we had him. Uh, I just don't think, I don't know. I think people like to prolong wars. How do you feel about this uh, pull out of Af- Af- Afghanistan? Are you, are you for it or against it?
0: Uh, you know, uh, uh, why not? Why not, right? <laughs> well, I, we got better stuff to do. Like, uh, can I, I can't think of for, anything, for, but.
1: Can, can I nominate you for our next secret- or, uh, uh, like <laughs> secretary of war or secretary of state or whatever they fucking call it? Is it you know, yeah. Uh, fuck it. Why not? Pull them out. Like, what's the worst thing that's gonna happen? A war is gonna break out.
0: Yeah, come on. We it's, have to put uh, everybody
1: back on a plane. Yeah. So dumb. They'll enjoy
0: that. I just, I don't like, I don't like anything that happens in the world.
1: That's the name of our show.
0: I don't like it. I don't like, it. I don't like the <laughs> podcast.
1: You don't like the name of our show. You don't like doing this.
0: I don't. I don't know how much I love existing. You know, it's kind of all a big hassle.
1: I, I I love the drawing that Callie did of us uh, because she, she's made me look young, and you. <laughs> she's really captured an essential quality of you, which is, it's not just that you're upset; it's that you're not buying it. Like, th- mm-hmm. I, like I'm not having whatever that happened happened. I'm not buying <laughs> whatever happened.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I I agree. I, I wanted to be more sleepy and and blobby and droopy, but she said that like, well, both of your eyes can't be closed. That's ridiculous. And I was like, well, I'm done having this conversation. <laughs>
1: so, how, how, how how are things? How is the uneasy détente uh, between you and your roommate Kali Kazoo uh, going on right now?
0: Well, I've been um, I've been taking the walls to her room and slowly pushing them back i'm trying to trying to gain territory Jeez. <laughs> so i've got about three inches but if you take that across the whole you know what is this like 10 feet of wall that's about three square feet i've gained you know
1: wow this is like the uh, the 10-day war and like golden heights This <laughs> is fucking serious shit
0: yeah i'm blitzkrieging all over this bitch
1: <laughs> Speaking of blutzkrieging all over this bitch, let's play a little D anD D if we can, because I, 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 this is—you're um, going to have to give me some uh, some update on what happened last time, because I my, my notes again, incredibly sparse. <laughs> can, can I
0: read? I you? like this as a segment. Please go through your notes.
1: <laughs> all right, episode eight. Attic of the house. Trash. First floor. Basement. Rot grubs. Beef fungus Ned. Human. Kill the bugs. Wine. Victory vineyard with unicorn inserted into victory vineyard. Seam in the wall. Secret door.
0: That's That's so good. That's so good. Man, I couldn't have asked for a better outcome to that. Let me pull up my...
1: That was more notes than I had for Episode 7. Episode 7 just said, end at 4 o'clock. <laughs>
0: <This> one, <laughs> did,
1: did we even play DD Or did anything happen?
0: Yeah, we did. Um, you, you got the music, Kevin?
1: Listen, okay, let's get this going.
0: Whoa. Last time on That Happens, our heroes were down in the cellar, the wine cellar, where they had encountered a corpse. And uh, one of our heroes, let's call him Fuzzy Knuckles, stabbed a longsword he found from the corpse into the corpse, unleashing a swarm of rot grubs that started swarming and, and itching and uh, wilding out. Taking up a cowardice pose in the far wall, Francisco de Cuevedo. or I don't know, you know, we'll, 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 we'll fix it in post, threw a flask of oil at the rot, rot grubs, catching them on fire. And Big Copper, he did what he does best, which is release a small puff of poison on his enemies. But then, uh, what's his face? Ned ran up the stairs. Like a like a scared baby. And then they killed the rock grubs, but not before a couple rock grubs infested Big Copper. So he had to, like, burn them out using some of Fuzzy Knuckles' oil. And then they found a wine bottle and a secret door. And through that door, another room. Okay. Now. now so in the other room you found like a, a footlocker that you were opening and then that was like our cliffhanger moment was you were opening the footlocker
1: oh, so we're, we're in the other room we, yeah gone, you're in the other room now we've gone through the door and remind me what, what is our relationship with beef fungus Ned?
0: um he you found him tied up in the second floor he was just tied up, and he was like, "Ah, the ghosts got me! They stole my clothes!" And so we found his clothes, and then he followed us around. And you got attacked by Sturges, and he slapped one of them out of the air. And then he was like, "I'm the leader now," and you're like, "Okay," but he hasn't really done much leading since then. Right. And uh, he ran from the rock grubs, but then he came back down, and he's kind of been—he's been a bit of a pill, I'll say.
1: Has he been helpful in any way?
0: He slapped the Sturge, but otherwise, no. He hasn't said much. He's kind of okay. me- melded in with the background. I think he might have said something like, what? There's not going to be any secret doors down here right before you found a secret door. Oh, but that so might not know. have happened either.
1: Okay. Um, so I, I, I go examine the footlocker.
0: All right, so you had just uh, unlocked it using your thieves tools, if I recall correctly. So All you right. pop it open, and you see an a, a old child's book, a children's book, that says Captain Sea Kitty and the Seas of Tomorrow, Whoa. and you also find a little pouch of, um, what do you call it, of money. There's seven GP and 15 SP, which is silver pieces. So, you know, not a ton of money, but a nice little bit of money.
1: All right. Should should I put that on my on my sheet? Just
0: if you want here. to take it,
1: uh, yeah, of course. I, I h- how much uh, silver?
0: Uh, Fifteen.
1: Where do I put this in here? Fifteen silver. And h- how much gold? Seven. Okay, I take that, and I hold it up and look at everybody. And I put it in my pocket, and to see if anybody is like, "Yo, like you, like are, you, are we going to split this up?" And I just put it in, in, in like my s- satchel or whatever
0: I have. Uh, the big copper gives you a thumbs up, and be fungus <laughs> Ned is like, "I don't know about this, man." That kind of he's kind of like, "Oh, we shouldn't have did this."
1: Um, is there anything else in he's the heard- locker? Oh, the book. I examined. I, uh, I, I examined I examine the. Uh, the captain sea kitty and the seas of tomorrow. What was it called?
0: Yeah. The sea captain sea kitty in the seas of tomorrow. I
1: mean, I, 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 try to pretend that I'm not excited as I actually am, that there is a book about a kitty that goes to sea, because that's kind of <laughs> right up, right up my gangplank. Uh, so I, uh, I, I examine the book.
0: Um, it's a, it's clearly a kid's book. It's, It's meant, um, you know, kids books are are pretty rare, so it's probably meant for like the children of wealthy people. Um, it's, it's pretty simple, you know, it's kind of in rhyme. It talks about how the sea kitty visits the seas of tomorrow and finds himself, um, in the future. And, um, and you can see that there's, there's, there's several, like, there's a bunch of notes, um. That are barely intelligible, kind of like circles and underlines and stuff. Um, Like someone's like someone's trying to like learn, like you get the sense that someone's trying to learn how to read using this book and they're relatively recent. They're not like super old. So it's like maybe in the past few months or something, someone's been studying this book as some sort of way to read.
1: I look at uh, B fungus Ned and say, is this your book?
0: what no I, i've never even been down here man that's cr- <laughs> what
1: okay um I, I don't even think i have to roll a perception uh to to tell that he's bullshitting me and i go up yeah to you the get the
0: of- sense he has been down here before go ahead
1: yeah i grab him he's wearing clothes now right
0: Oh yeah, so, so many. He's wearing more clothes than you've ever seen.
1: Okay, so I go up to him and I grab him by you know his collar, like his you know, but his you know throat, of whatever mm-hmm. the, the the closed throat. And I say, <laughs> "You don't come clean to me right now." And I slowly start like I just because I, it, it makes a nice little sound. I slowly start unsheathing my dagger from behind me, it makes a little shh. And I was like, if you don't come clean right now, um, you're not walking out of here, Ned.
0: Um, he's like, what, "What? just tell what do you want, man. I'll tell you whatever you want. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Um, he's like, oh, oh he's like, oh, help, help. And you see three dudes come in um, from a side door. They're armed with scimitars and these, these a short humans? sword.
1: These are humans? Yeah,
0: these are all humans. And he's a human as well.
1: And so we got Big Copper, who's back to full health uh, after burning the bugs out of his whatever.
0: I don't think he's me. full health, but he's probably at eight health. Oh, You're but probably he's, at full health.
1: Okay, but, but, but he's still in in fighting condition.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. He wasn't built and, for fighting, but he and, almost and I don't
1: was. I, I have the feeling that we can't rely on Ned <clears throat> to help fight these guys if they wanna if they wanna ruck us.
0: Yeah, you you make that keen observation and it it holds true.
1: Um I take my rapier out and, and say, Bring it on, you f- fuckers.
0: Oh damn. They didn't want to hear that. <laughs> roll roll everybody roll initiative. Okay.
1: What do I add to initiative? Anything or just whatever? What just your Dex
0: bonus. Where's
1: my Dex? Uh, twelve.
0: Okay, so you go first, then the people I will refer to as the bandits, then the big copper, and then one of the one of the other men who's not okay. a, a bandit. He's let's call him a scout. But yeah, it's your move.
1: It's my move. Um, I use feline agility to. Well, what's is it? Is it darkly lit, or is there is it well lit in here, or what's the uh, what's the situation?
0: It's lit by candles and a couple torches, so it's not well lit, um, but it's not dark, you know? It's not like, you know, camping outside with a couple torches or anything. It's more well lit than that.
1: Okay. I use feline agility where I can move double speed for once, and I just go straight at the one nearest to me with my rapier and go for a lunging attack.
0: All right. As you do that, Beef Fungus uh, Ned winds up for an almighty slap, and he slaps you for one damage. What? You, as you move out of his range, you uh, get he gets an attack of opportunity for you from you, off of
1: you. Um Okay, I I turn around and slash him with my rapier.
0: Okay, <laughs> what is your roll? You already rolled. <laughs> it's right?
1: like if if you're gonna slap me, like let's get let's get you out of the way, beef fungus. fungus <laughs> nah. what am I rolling?
0: Uh, an attack. That's um, D twenty. Oh
1: shit! That's just eight.
0: That's including your bonuses?
1: My bonuses is, what am I using? My here. It should be
0: plus two plus your, it should be, I think, plus six.
1: Yeah, so I, I rolled a two, so that's a total of eight.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, you miss him. You. Fuck. He He slaps you so hard that you're off balance as you whirl around and slash at him.
1: Okay, all right. I'm going to fucking remember <laughs> this, Ned. <laughs>
0: All right, so um, Ned's gonna try and slap you again, and he fails. Um, the two the two bandits are gonna close in, one on you and one on um, the big copper. Let's see, what's your armor class? Uh,
1: Fifteen
0: okay they miss they miss both of you guys so they slash with their scimitars and they they don't hit um it kind of clangs off of big copper's metal bulk and yours just misses completely um now it's the big copper's turn he's going to try and spray poison on the guy and he does the guy that attacks him specifically um oh shit where's my dice well i'll find my dice um let's just do something else um so then the scout is gonna come up and he's gonna try and attack you as well and he's going to hit you with his long sword or his short sword rather so that's gonna be five damage damn
1: am i am i full health am i full um
0: i think so but i don't remember
1: Okay, so he he cuts me where? Like, where where, where do I take this damage?
0: Right in your shoulder.
1: Oh, fucking motherfucker. Um, my turn?
0: Yeah, and the bandit takes three poison damage.
1: How big is the room, and what, like, describe the walls, and, like, is is there, like, any chandelier, or, like, is there anything, like, what what, what kind of room are we in?
0: (laughs) There's no chandelier. Um, this is, like, it's an underground chamber, um that is it's made out of stone like it's carved out of the stone and then there's kind of some some like um like lime kind of like stone plates that are are kind of like making it not so it's just rough hewn stone but it's a long squared room there's what about 12 beds and a long dining table that's probably for about 12 people the dining table is covered with um what do you call it like dishes dirty dishes and shit and um there's also a fireplace um, There's two doors That are both on the East side of the room okay. And one of those two doors Is where those guys came from The other side of the two doors is barred It has like a big bar across it Kind of, you know, locking us shut, if you will
1: Alright, well I'll take out my short bow And I uh, I just fucking fire straight at Ned No, no, I fire it I fired at homeboy that just hit me with a sword
0: Okay, yeah roll it up
1: and that would be so that 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 with my sharp bow and anything else or just just those two
0: uh that should also i think be plus six from whatever you rolled
1: oh so just just a roll for six yeah 15
0: that will hit oh wait no it doesn't hit oh no Shit. sorry <laughs> unless you want to use your inspiration
1: oh i i have an inspiration point
0: yeah do, you do, have do one I have, inspiration point
1: do i have to re-roll
0: yeah, you can re-roll it.
1: That was worse.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. no!
1: That was just ten. I, I I just wasted my my inspiration.
0: Yeah, so you rolled a ten with the modifier.
1: No, it was a four plus six.
0: Jeez, I'm sorry. Uh, let's okay. let's hold on to. I guess you could keep your inspiration. I'm gonna
1: keep. Yeah. Can I get a mulligan on that? One? <laughs> yeah. Let's I get. <laughs> I, I, if we can give if, to all the children who listen to that happens, I want to just make sure that you all uh, take heed. Do not waste your inspiration.
0: Yeah, it's they're 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 tough to I come. I can't by.
1: I can't roll anything higher than a fucking six. Uh oh, I'm gonna then have I you roll from me. new dice. Can you? Yeah, okay. this, this dice. Oh wait, I got another. I got another D twenty. Am, am I that superstitious?
0: This happens. This is something people do.
1: this happens Uh, (laughs) more like that happens
0: hey oh he said the name of the thing um so every time every time somebody
1: says that happens you have to have a drink
0: Uh uh-oh this drink is sponsored by victory vineyard victory vineyard fine purveyors of wine look for the bottle with a unicorn on it victory vineyard tastes like grapes Okay, all right, so, who- so one of the bandits attacks um, Big Hopper. One of them goes for you, but he misses. Fuck yeah! And then the I've had a rough I've had a
1: rough copper. go of this one, so I deserve all the luck I can get right now.
0: Yeah, for sure. And Big Hopper takes two, reducing his hit points to six. Um,
1: I can't believe that a, a little- beef fungus Ned can slap me successfully, and a, a, a successful dashing, swashbuckling kitty like me can't. Even make contact with anybody. This is very disheartening.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. It happens. That's the way. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Okay, so, hmm. trying to think. All right, the big copper. He takes a disengage to move back without taking damage. He moves five feet. Um, away from the guy and he levels his hand at, um, what's his face at the scout, um, who hit you right. and he rolls an attack and he blasts uh, a coin out of the palm of his hand at, uh, the scout and deals seven damage to him. Um, okay. Nice. It pegs yeah, in the
1: arm. I'm assuming he mm-hmm. uh, probably says something.
0: He goes, um, "White lightning," <laughs> and it like it kind of unleashes a blast. That's that's white like lightning. It's it's kind of oh, fun. That's
1: yeah. well, good stuff. <laughs> so he's also so he's also a George Jones fan, which it, it makes me happy. Yeah
0: yeah but uh the scout's gonna attack you again and let's see if he oh he misses that's yeah this is perilous yeah this is perilous you're we're all everybody's on the verge of death except the enemies
1: (laughs) yes no they're they're doing all right
0: (laughs) yeah all right it's your turn okay Um,
1: I i take out um i'm looking at my uh my equipment and i see i have a lucky charm Mm-hmm. I take I take out the lucky charm. What does my lucky charm look like? D- do I have to make that up for myself, or is that something you know?
0: Yeah, that's something you make up. I, I don't I don't have that information.
1: Okay, what it is? It's an old uh, whale tooth that has been scrimshod, uh, etched, oh, nice. and on it it says, uh, "There are three rules aboard my ship. First rule: the captain's always right." The second rule: don't sweat the little shit, and the third rule: see rule number one. And I rub <laughs> it, and I put it back in my pocket because it's my maybe my dearest possession aside from my my rapier and my dagger. And I, how, how close was my proximity to the, the nearest attacker?
0: Uh, you're you're close to three people.
1: Is Ned one of them? Yep. Okay, I'm not, no, Ned, I'm going to slap. Not, I'm not going to do it on this turn. When I've killed everybody else, Ned's going to get the fucking slapping of his life. Um, I, I, I go to the scout. Um, I, I, t- I take out my dagger in my left hand and my sword in my right hand. I, I, don't, I don't think I have a two-weapon attack. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, there's probably no way for me to get into a sneak attack position right now, right?
0: No, not with those guys. If you the the thing you could do, um, generally speaking, is if you get in a in a position to flank, um, using big copper. If you flank a guy, you'll get your sneak attack damage. So, big copper is close to but not engaged with the bandit um, that now, I mean, he I, poisoned. I, I, I've
1: I've already used my um my feline agility. But I can't do that until I've moved zero feet for one turn. Has that, yeah, that already occurred?
0: That, that's happened, yeah.
1: That's happened. Everybody have a drink. That counts. <laughs> um, okay. I use feline agility to go into a flanking position. Can I can I go into a sneak attack uh, on the same turn or no?
0: Yeah, let's say you can, yeah.
1: Okay. And I go for who would be nearest to me, the scout or the other guys?
0: The uh, the 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 one that you'd be in flanking position with would be um, the one that uh, Big Copper attacked.
1: Okay, so I, I I use my rapier and I go into a sneak attack and try to uh, just gut him with my rapier. All there right. we go. That's so, what we're talking about. Twenty one. That'll hit. And uh, do I get ex- do, I, do I get extra damage because it's a sneak attack? You-
0: Yeah, you get an extra 1d6 is what I'm reading on your sheet.
1: Four. to add four to that.
0: So you roll 1d6 plus 1d8 plus
1: four. I roll 1d6 plus a d8 plus four? Yeah. Wait, Wait, what'd you
0: attack with? What'd you attack my, with your your my, sword? My
1: rapier. So I already I already added the six. That that was twenty one with the roll. I rolled fifteen plus six, and then we've okay, added, yeah. we've added four,
0: and that was the sneak attack damage. That was the yes. one d six. Okay, yeah. So now you roll one d four. No, sorry, one d eight. Where's my fucking d eight? There you
1: are. Seven. Seven
0: plus four plus four is. Eleven fifteen. Okay, so you slice him in half. His guts <laughs> spill to the floor, and blood sprays across a bed or yeah. two beds, in fact. Um, so you like that? You you enjoy that? I, um, I like
1: I like that that happened. Everybody have a drink.
0: <laughs> Heyo. Oh, man, I ran out of my Mountain Dew Major Melon, the sponsor of this <laughs> and every podcast.
1: I will leave this in front of my fucking house for you. This is yours to keep whenever you want it.
0: Oh, has that been refrigerating or is that warm?
1: No, it's been sitting in my hot office all day. It was 95 degrees today.
0: If you put it out today, I'll, I'll go get it right after we record. I'll go I'll go grab okay. it right now.
1: I'll leave it under the mat, baby.
0: <laughs> I'll text you after this. Okay, cool. Ke- um, Kevin, so how are we doing
1: on time? We got, we got about six minutes. Five minutes. minutes? About, Five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. All right
0: give or take that's interesting um okay so let's see if we can finish this now it's now it's time trials um so the uh bee fungus ned is going to run up to you and he's going to try and slap you he trips over one of these beds and falls to the floor prone with his ass just just straight up like he looks pathetic the other bandit is going to uh attack at, at uh big copper but he also misses, and yes. um, we're all
1: kind of having a shit show, except for the for that one time where I cut a motherfucker in two.
0: <laughs> yeah, you cleft his ass in twain, bitch. He was
1: cleft in bone-weevil fashion, twain.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so then. Uh- <laughs> Big copper is going to try and spray a guy with poison. The guy definitely dodges out of the way. Um, The scout is going to come up and try and attack big copper. Oh, uh, is that a one or a seven? That's so weird. It's a one, but it's like cocked. I'll, I'll, I'll put a picture on the website. That could be fun. Um, so he, he, um, he goes for a slash and he misses so hard. He slashes, um, the bandit, the other bandit. Um, nice
1: friendly and fire he's
0: going to yeah he's going to hit for four damage there um Fucking good that guy can go which isn't himself. enough to kill anyone yeah but they're not looking too good so now it's your turn again
1: okay um Who's, who, who? who am i closest to
0: Uh, At at this point, you're close to everyone. Everyone's kind of like stuck together in a big mass.
1: Okay, dig. Um, I say out loud without distracting myself too much from what I'm focusing on. I I say, you want to slap a motherfucker? This is how you slap. And I take out my uh, tabaxi claws and I just go fucking full on Krav Maga, like just scratching and scraping at at, at the, the nearest person's face.
0: All right, so let's say that's the scout. Um, go for it.
1: Oh, that's not great. Uh, i just 1d4. 1d4 plus two two 2s? What does that mean?
0: Oh, you got to roll uh, to hit first, so that's going to be a 1d20. Uh,
1: so that was... <laughs> Shit. Can I roll it again? I forgot what it was. It wasn't very good. Okay, that's better. Yeah, if you don't... I'm using that one. <laughs> I, I, I just completely forgot what I'd rolled because I didn't know what I was doing so sure that will be 17 all
0: right <laughs> that's gonna hit
1: and then i roll what I, I roll attack bonus a d6 it's
0: so for this one it's 1d4 plus i guess that's a sneak attack it's going to be a 1d6 and then plus two
1: so um uh, so a d6 plus two is five
0: and then a 1d4 on top of that four okay so you scratch his face so much oh man and you feel your you feel your your little pinky claw catch on something and it turns out it's this fucking jugular vein Whoa. And oh boy blood is just spurting he goes yeah. down he, he lands on the fallen um you know what's his face uh 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 Ned and then the other the other bandit who's been poisoned he kinda doubles over and starts vomiting and then he, he comes back up and tries to attack uh Big Copper and he hits Big Copper for Big Copper,
1: big copper can take at it seven.
0: So big copper <laughs> he gets slashed he a deep gash goes in his arm and you can see kind of uh some of his hydraulic cords and stuff kind of sever and Big Copper he goes down hard um on, on the ground. Um, so yeah, that's, that's him Th- now it's big copper's turn and he's dying. So
1: what's it? What, what's his HP right now?
0: Big copper's at zero HP. Oh, fuck. So he's dying. Um, he, he passes his death save, his first death save. So now it's your turn. And this is the last, this is the last thing of the game. There's Ned who's on the floor and then there's the last bandit
1: short bow. Fire a shortbow right at the dude's fucking chest. Where'd you go? 16, and what else do I add to it?
0: That'll hit. Even a 16 will hit.
1: What I roll for damage? D4?
0: Just 1d6 plus 2, because now you're not flanking because uh, copper's down. So
1: 1d6 plus 2 is, is, a, is 4 total.
0: Oh, sorry, it's 1d6 plus 4. So that 4 becomes a 6. 6 plus 9. Um, Alright, you hit him. Oh boy. He's not looking so good. He uh, bolts for just a blank wall he bolts for. He bolts for the blank wall, and you can see he presses it with his bloodied hands and reveals a secret door, and he slips behind it before it closes after him, leaving you just with the fallen and and, and crappy is just disgusting and, and pitiless or para, uh, pitiable. Uh, Beef fungus Ned is the only living person left with you. Um, but you know, who knows what'll happen next on that happens
1: cliffhanger. Or Thank you. Happy Our time is up. We love you for being here. Thank you. Kevin day. Thank you. Uh, Spencer Crittenden and, uh, all of you for being here. I'm Jeff Davis. Uh, we have six seconds left. Spencer, finish it off.
0: Uh, go, go with God. Ah! <laughs>